Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What's going on? The everybody just popped in. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell everybody your shit. And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. Live from the sanctuary once again. Nigga went on a little mini vacation with the kids and shit. That's why I didn't record last week. On top of the fact that bitch ass TSA broke my motherfucking laptop, my nigga. It's a goddamn tragedy out here in these streets, nigga. You know, everybody in in social media world became the the most brilliant travelers of all time and shit, you know. I guess I I committed a a travel felony, if you will. You know, motherfuckers told me I was not supposed to put my my laptop into my carry-on. What's going on, just law? What's happening? He say filed a lawsuit. Man, the thing is, like I gotta fucking file a claim, but to do my claim, I gotta get the motherfucking receipt for my laptop. Man, I got this motherfucker like three or four years ago. This laptop ain't exactly brand new. So I got to get the receipt. I got to get like how much it costs to repair the motherfucker. Like it's it's all type of shit I got to go through to file this claim with JetBlue and shit. I'm going to do it, but that shit was just a little, you know, it, it was just some bullshit. Like, you know, that shit put like a little damper on my my travel experience. But like I said, it was just funny how everybody on social media was just like, oh, so, man, you should have took the laptop in the carry-on. You should have took the laptop with you in the carry-on. And I'm like, nigga, on some real shit, it kind of feel like that's how TSA felt. I really feel as if TSA broke my laptop on purpose, my nigga, because the damage to my laptop ain't even consistent with uh, the damage that you would get with it being inside of a carry-on, my nigga. It literally looked like these niggas hit my shit with a hammer, my nigga. That's how the motherfucking laptop looked when I pulled the shit out, nigga. The fucking screen was cracked. Nigga, it was like literally like hammer marks or something on the back of the bitch because it was scratched up, my nigga. If it was just in my luggage, dog, it wouldn't have had them type of scratches on the shit. So I'm like, I think these niggas really broke my shit on purpose to prove a point or something. You know, but like, um, it is what it is, my nigga. Like, I got like three or four laptops, so it's just like, damn, y'all niggas cracked my favorite fucking laptop that I use for podcasting. You know, because for the most part, I use that motherfucker to edit my videos. You know, like, you know, upload everything to YouTube. What's going on, King John from Frocast? You know, I use this motherfucker for Photoshop to do the artwork for my shit. A lot of different file transfers and things of that nature. So it's like, fuck, y'all niggas cracked the laptop with the fast processor. So, you know, I'm going to get the motherfucker replaced. You know, I got the shit from Costco. So 
you know, I'm going to end up taking the motherfucker back to Costco to get that A1 return and just have me another brand new one. So, you know, it's a a minor setback. But at the same time, you know, it's just a, a, a jarring blow to take when you take your ass out on a goddamn airplane and you open your shit up and your shit's fucked up, my nigga. You know, and that kind of ties into what I want to talk about today, you know, as far as the traveling and shit like that. You know, rest in peace to uh, Shanquilla Robinson and shit. You know, homegirl, I think she was from Charlotte. She went traveling with her friends to Mexico and never made it back. You know, and it's, it, it, it goes back to shit that I've talked about many a time in this show. Not that I've done whole episodes about it, but the concept is something that I've gone over many a time. And that's everybody ain't your motherfucking friend. You know, just because you hang out with motherfuckers, just because you work with people, just because you find yourself in the same spaces with a lot of these motherfuckers, that don't make these your fucking friends, my nigga. You know, a lot of the motherfuckers who you kick it with the closest is the motherfuckers who can't stand you more than motherfuckers who you don't even be around. You know, it's the motherfuckers who know the most about you who like you the least. And some of these motherfuckers be laughing in your face, smiling in your face. Breaking bread with you, motherfucker, niggas sharing airplanes with you, sharing Airbnbs with you. But on some real shit, they can't stand your motherfucking ass. You know, and like I, I, I tell people all the time, like I keep my circle very small. I don't take pictures with niggas. A lot of that shit is for a fucking reason, my nigga. Like I'm not a hermit on accident. I'm not the type of person that's not around people because nobody likes me. I'm a I'm a very likable fucking person. A lot of motherfuckers like me. A lot of motherfuckers fuck with me. A lot of motherfuckers want to fuck with me. But I don't fuck with everybody. Because like I've said on this show a gang of times, you have to earn my friendship. You have to earn the right for me to call you a friend. Like you got to earn the right for me to be like, this is my partner. This is my real friend. This is really a nigga I fuck with. I got motherfuckers who I've known for years that I don't consider to be my friends. I got motherfuckers I done kicked it with hundreds of times that I don't consider my friends. I don't know if I've brought that shit up on my fucking show before, but nigga, I've been playing basketball in Southern California since the 90s, my nigga. There's niggas I done played ball with for years who don't even know my fucking name, real name or nickname. All them motherfuckers know me as is the light-skinned nigga with the braids that could dunk. That's all they know me as. The light-skinned nigga with the boosties. The nigga who be wearing dirty shoes who be dunking on niggas. Because I wouldn't even introduce myself, my nigga, for years. Because I, I was always under the impression, something that my stepdad told me. Like, you never know when you got to fuck somebody up, so you don't need to let everybody know who your, what your real name is. You know, don't never introduce yourself to niggas who you don't have to introduce yourself to. Let people know as little about you as possible because you never know what you'll have to do to these motherfuckers. You know, and I get it because in hindsight, that's kind of a morbid way to look at life. You ain't supposed to look at shit as if you living in the, the world of crime. But that's just how I came up. What's going on, my nigga Benji Banks? BRB4701. Y'all niggas check out OneHopeWine.com, One Hope Wines, best motherfucking Moscato in the world. But like I said, like me personally, I'm I'm very guarded with 
how close I let motherfuckers get to me. And it's for good fucking reason because of shit like this. Like Shanquella was going on a fucking group vacation with what she thought was a bunch of her motherfucking friends and she didn't make it home. And not only did she not make it home, but when she got home, all these niggas came with different alibis and different stories. You know, like something that I said when I first seen this shit was the whole fucking point of traveling as a group, not only for the companionship, but for fucking protection, if you're not going to be protected by the group of motherfuckers who you with, what's the fucking point of traveling as a group in general? Like, that's what fucked me up the most about this shit. You know, and then, like, I seen, like, a little short video of her fighting in the hotel room. And that was, like, another, like I said, my nigga, this wasn't no fucking red flag. It was a stop sign. It was a red light. Fuck a red flag, my nigga. She fighting, number one, she butt naked and the girl she was fighting was fully fucking dressed. And number two, the motherfucker that was behind the camera sound like he was a male. Not a man, but a motherfucking male. Like the nigga sounded, you know, like the nigga had sugar in his tank. The nigga sound like, you know, the, the man that's more comfortable in the, the, the comfort of girls or whatever. But at the same time, nigga... Somebody should have jumped in and stopped that shit, my nigga You know, like, wherever I'm from Nigga, once a motherfucker hit you two or three times And you don't return fire, nigga, the fight is fucking over Nigga, somebody supposed to jump in and stop that shit You know, like, nigga, it's no longer a fight, my nigga When somebody is just, nigga, dropping them things on somebody And the other motherfucker don't even look like they want to fight back Like, somebody supposed to intervene, my nigga You know, and that's the fucking thing. These ain't your fucking friends. Because if you had any friends in that building, they would have stopped you from getting beat up like that. And, you know, like they said, as far as the 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 autopsy reports and things like that, like she had looked like she had been beaten, but they didn't exactly know the cause of fucking death. So what it looked like of her getting beaten might have been that fight. But however she died was possibly a whole different thing. But again, my nigga. When you amongst friends, shit like that just shouldn't fucking happen. You know, like I was telling one of my homeboys about the shit. I'm like, my nigga, fuck Cabo. Nigga, you ain't supposed to lose your homegirl coming out the motherfucking club in your city. Nigga, you ain't supposed to lose your motherfucking homegirl when y'all walking around the motherfucking mall. What's going on, Rhonda Clark Sings? Like, that's the fucking thing. The whole fucking point of being around the people who you consider to be friends. Nigga, the number two function of friendships outside of companionship is protection. Being that her friends, friends failed in that role, them ain't her motherfucking friends. And, you know, like these are the things that I always say on this show. These are the things that I teach my fucking kids. Like until somebody proves to you that they worthy of the title of a friend, don't call them that. Nigga, you got classmates, you got motherfucking uh, dance mates, you know, people who you who you go to karate with. You got motherfuckers who you know from from school. You got motherfuckers who you know from around the neighborhood. You know, these are my neighbors. These are the kids I do karate with. These are the girls I dance with. You know, these are these people. These are these people. But my friends is a completely separate fucking group. You know, like. I've had people in my life that are very close to me who have recently traveled and had bad experiences traveling with large ass groups. 
And these are the same things that I tell those people. You know, one being a sibling of mine, the other being a friend of mine. Like, nigga, you can't be traveling with all these groups of motherfuckers that you don't consider friends. You know, I get it. You know, you want to be on TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter with the big-ass group picture. Oh, all my bad bitches, we all in this other country or we all in this other state. You know, we we all doing this. Like, yeah, that shit look cool when there's 20 motherfuckers and y'all all, you know, on your vacation shit. But it go fucked up when... Four, five of them motherfuckers really don't like each other. Six, seven of them motherfuckers don't even really like your motherfucking ass. You know, like my my family member who went traveling, it was for her motherfucking birthday. With a gang of bitches who end up getting into it with each other. Fuck the whole trip up. And like I told her, my nigga, like when you travel, keep that shit to the motherfuckers who you you know what these motherfuckers is on. I know my sister. I know my best friend. I know this other close friend that I have and this other close friend and maybe a cousin. And before we even get on this motherfucking trip, all of us know what each other is on. Everybody who's going on this trip gets along. Nobody should be introduced to another motherfucker abroad. Like, oh, yeah, you know, when we meet out there. They gonna meet each other No nigga I'm not going out On no motherfucking trip With two people Who I don't know For a fact Get along already You know This is the fucking thing Like Motherfuckers be out here Traveling with niggas That they barely fucking know You know Like I be telling motherfuckers It's niggas who you be around For years That you don't even fucking know What's going on My nigga BLK uh, Camp Birmingham in this bitch What you say uh, Benji which is why I ride solo for the most part. Exactly, nigga. That's what I'm saying. Like, nigga, this last trip I traveled on, I went with my kids because I know them. I love them. They know me. They love me. 99% of the motherfucking time when I travel, I'm with motherfuckers who I love. Like, I went to motherfucking New York with the nigga who's the godfather of my motherfucking son. Like, if I'm traveling with a person, the only way I'm traveling with you is if I know for a fact, if something happened to me, you gonna go the same fucking crazy that I'm gonna go if something happened to you. Like, I can't be fucking traveling with associates and shit. I can't be traveling with fucking colleagues and co-workers and all this shit. You know, especially if these is motherfuckers who I don't really know the full scope of their fucking get down or how they really feel about my motherfucking ass. You know, because like I said, nigga, over time, Depending on the motherfuckers who you kick it with and how you kick it with them, you could kind of get a, a, a gauge of y'all's level of of friendship. You know, because like I say all the motherfucking time, I don't feel like no person has more than three real friends. You might have some close associates. You might have some homies. You might have some motherfuckers you've been fucking with for a long time. But as far as like real friends, I feel like most people only have about three. Everybody else is just motherfuckers who you fuck with. Like, you know, these my guys, these my bros, these my homies. But these three motherfuckers right here, these are my friends. And, you know, like this is something that I had to uh, illustrate to a bunch of niggas who worked at my job at one point. You know, because, like, I, I had to get them niggas that speech one day because them niggas kept calling my phone back to back and the shit was kind of, like, 
getting to me because I'm known for not really answering my motherfucking phone. I had to tell these niggas, nigga, not to offend you motherfuckers, but we not friends. We just co-workers. I'd appreciate if you niggas stop blowing my motherfucking phone up when I don't answer it. I know that y'all know that I'm at work, but calling me back to back, nigga, that's a motherfucking privilege that's only for my motherfucking wife, my kids, my family members, and possibly my friends. Because like I say, my nigga, I don't believe in calling everybody my friend. Everybody I fuck with ain't my friend. Everybody I be around ain't my motherfucking friend. What's going on, Jay Christian from the Cognac Room? Like, and this be the fucking problem. This is how niggas end up fucked over. This is how niggas end up getting snitched on. This is how motherfuckers end up getting stole from, stabbed in the back. Because they be thinking everybody is their motherfucking friend. You know, this is a fucking sad ass mistake that she made. You know, nigga, like she thought that these motherfuckers was her friends. You know, like I said, nigga, that motherfucking video told me all that I needed to know. And like I tell motherfuckers, like I'm not no three strike nigga. I'm a one strike nigga. When it comes to me and the friendships that I have, nigga, once you show me you want some goofy shit, nigga, you automatically disqualify from being called my friend. Like, I don't do that. Well, yeah, I know the nigga tried to get at my girlfriend, but that's my bro for life. Oh, you know, I know that motherfucker, uh, you know, stole that, that couple dollars from me. You know, I know I, I slid that nigga, you know, 500 to go to the store to, to buy something that cost 350 Nigga only brought me 142 and shit. I, I, I know that nigga owe me $8. He only stole a little bit. That's still my bro. Oh, that nigga did. Like, it's just some shit that you not finna get off on me, my nigga. You know, I know we had that little disagreement and he told them bitches that, that I don't wash my motherfucking drawers, but that's my nigga. You know, I know that nigga be behind my back talking shit, but that's my homeboy though. Oh, that I know that nigga be lying on me and shit, but nigga, that's my day one. Nah, my nigga. Once you do some suck ass shit, like once you get put into the sucker zone with me, I'll never call you my friend again. Not that I'll stop fucking with you. Not that I'll, like, avoid you or, you know, stay away from you in no way. But, my nigga, you're not my friend. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you, too, could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like, nigga, we not finna get on no motherfucking airplane. And I know you got these suck ass characteristics. I know you secretly jealous of me. I know you secretly hating on me. Nigga, you be making little punk ass jokes about me. You know, because I forgot which episode I talked about that shit on. But a lot of niggas will make some little punk ass jokes and that'll show you how they really feel about you. You know, a lot of truth is said in jest. 
A lot of motherfucking real feelings get told in jokes. They just trying to see how you feel about it after they tell the fucking joke. You know, nigga, they sitting here laughing, but they know what the fuck they saying when they say certain shit. Oh, man, shit, you the one with all the money, my nigga. I'm trying to be like you, shit, man. Save some of them hoes first, man. You the one, you got all the bitches, man. You... Hmm? What you mean? You know, like, that's the thing. Motherfuckers will say little slick-ass shit under their breath in a, in a jokey way just to see how you feel about what they said. Them motherfuckers be dead motherfucking serious, my nigga. Them niggas really be hating on your ass. But they, they try to make it seem jokey just so you your antennas don't go up. You know, and that's the fucking thing. It's a lot of motherfuckers that'll show you some fake-ass friend behaviors. And you got to be very watchful of that shit. Especially when you a very important person. Because that's what I seen in homegirl Shanquilla, my nigga. You know, Shanquilla looked like she probably had her shit together. Like, nigga, from Charlotte to Mexico, I know that them ain't no free tickets. So I know she was probably, you know, doing pretty well. She was a nice-looking chick, my nigga. And that girl who beat her up I, was not. You know, so like I said, like, nigga, it's a lot of motherfucking jealousy going on in your circle. And you got to kind of cut that shit off. You can't be fucking with motherfuckers who you not on the same fucking plane with. What she say? Yes, I had a friend. I had to cut her off so quick. Cognac Ron said, yeah, that's exactly how it goes. Like, that's the fucking thing, nigga. When it comes to a lot of the jokes motherfuckers tell, a lot of motherfuckers be hating through humor. You know, and like I said, a lot of these same motherfuckers be people you probably shouldn't have been fucking with in the first place. You know, like, this is something that I would tell my homeboys all the time. Like, this is something that I tweeted. I think, like, last night I put this shit on Twitter. If they can't afford to go where you go and do what you do, you can't afford to hang out with them motherfuckers. Like, if you can't afford to get into the clubs that I'm in, I can't afford to hang out with your motherfucking ass. Like, if you can't afford what the fuck I got going on, I can't even afford your fucking presence. Because nine times out of ten, nigga, like I say all the time, a nigga who don't got nothing to lose will help you lose everything that you got. And that's the fucking thing, nigga. When you not evenly yoked with the motherfuckers who you hanging around, they gonna fuck your shit up. You know, it's like I know you've known these people for a long motherfucking time, but everybody don't need to be around your motherfucking ass. You know, it would be like if you was a fucking basketball player and you was like NBA level talent, my nigga, like, you just as good as fucking LeBron James or some shit. Like, you you an amazing basketball player. But your friend fucking sucks. But you love this friend so much, you convinced the coach of the team to put your fucking friend on that basketball team. And now you'll never win because your sorry-ass friend is on your fucking team. That's the same shit with your fucking friendships and the motherfuckers that's around you. Like, you can only go as far as the motherfuckers who you keep the closest to you, dog. Like, it's either motherfuckers that's rowing the boat or it's motherfuckers that's stopping the boat. Nigga, you either a motherfucking sail or you a goddamn anchor. And that's the fucking thing. Like, a lot of niggas got a lot of anchors around their motherfucking ass. And you think that they fuck with you because they close to you. They stick next to you. But, like, this is shit that I would tell, like, motherfuckers that's close to me about friendships. Like, nigga, I don't mind not having a whole lot of friends. Because I'm under the fucking, the mindset of the fucking movie 300, my nigga. You know, if y'all saw the movie 300, this motherfucker was asking everybody, 
um, that was around him. Like, nigga, what do you do for a living? You know, and a lot of the motherfucking soldiers from the other army was like, oh, I'm a, you know, I'm a construction worker. I'm a fucking carpenter. I'm a this. I'm a that. You know, like shit like that. So, you know, he asked all the motherfuckers that was with him. Like, nigga, what do you do for a living? Nigga, I'm a motherfucking soldier. That's what I do. I would rather have 300 motherfucking soldiers at war with me than 10,000 male men, construction workers, cooks, um, bell boys, motherfucking uh, blacksmiths and shit like that. Like all my friends is down to do whatever I'm down to do. All my friends are doing just as well as I'm doing. All my friends have the mindset of positivity the same way that I have it. And that's the only way that I could really call you my friend because if I was to plan a trip, I need for the niggas who I fuck with to be able to go with me. I need for the niggas who I fuck with to be able to do whatever the fuck I need to do. If I'm sitting up here trying to put my niggas up on a play, I need for them niggas to be able to execute that fucking play. You know, I can't be fucking around real close with niggas and I'm like, hey, nigga, I got this real estate play, nigga. All you need is $5,000. If you put $5,000 right here, nigga, we'll be millionaires within the next four years, my nigga. All we got to do is put $5,000 together. I can't be fucking with niggas going to be like, $5,000? God damn. And I'm like, my nigga, we're going to be millionaires. I swear to God, nigga. All we need is $5,000 apiece. Nigga, all four of us, nigga, you know, it's, it's going to be $20,000. We're going to invest it right here, nigga. Look, here go the numbers. Here go the proof. Here go this, 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 and that, my nigga. This is a guaranteed win. And none of these niggas could do this shit. Why are my friends with you motherfuckers? You know, if I got some shit that I got going on and y'all niggas can't relate to what the fuck I got going on, what the fuck are we friends for? You know, like shit that I would tell motherfuckers who I don't really fuck with no more as opposed to the people who I still fuck with. Like, nigga, if we sitting on the phone and the shit that I'm just talking about on the regular sound like bragging to you, why the fuck are we friends? You know, because when you're around bum ass niggas, shit that shit that you might be fucking complaining about sound like bragging to them. You know, like I drive a fucking Mercedes. It ain't no brand new motherfucking Mercedes. It's just a fucking Mercedes. But when I got to service this motherfucker nine times out of ten, it's either a thousand and up or very close to a thousand. If one of my air shocks go out, that's going to cost me a thousand. Straight the fuck out the motherfucking door. No questions asked. It's going to be a thousand fucking dollars. If my car fucked up, it's going to cost me some bread. Nigga, I would tell niggas that I know, like, man, I got to go fucking fix this bullshit ass car, my nigga. They like, oh, no shit. I'm like, yeah, nigga, my motherfucking air shock went out. That shit going to hit a nigga for like 986. Must be nice. Fuck you mean must be nice, my nigga. It's a thousand dollar fix, my nigga. That ain't fucking nice. Well, shit, nigga, you the one driving the Benz, nigga, shit, nigga, that's big baller problem. You, you a big baller. And like I said, nigga, certain niggas, I take it as a joke because we in the same fucking tax bracket. So we 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 crack like that. But certain motherfuckers, it's like, ooh, you know, like niggas be mad to see you up like that. You know, and the reason that I notice and the reason that I look at shit like this is because back in my broke days, We had a homeboy like that. Nigga, one of my partners who we used to kick it with real fucking tough when we was all young niggas. 
that nigga's trajectory went up a little faster than ours did. So in our early 20s, we used to kick it real tough. Then a homeboy elevated on us. That nigga finished school. That nigga got his, uh, you know, he got his little trade. He started working at the hospital. This nigga started making money. And, you know, niggas got with the, oh, man, Trayvon too good for us now. Every time we'll see Trayvon, niggas got the jokes about Trayvon leaving us behind and shit. Oh, man, you know, Trayvon slumming. What you doing around here, Trayvon? You done got too good for us. And the thing is, I know that shit was subconscious hate. That shit was some low-key hate. You know, because niggas was mad that Trayvon couldn't kick it with us no more. Because I'm going to tell you straight up, nigga, once Trayvon elevated, nigga, we just stopped seeing Trayvon. You know, and I think I've told the fucking story on this fucking show. A lot of what helped me move forward in my life, a lot of what made me unhook the trailer and start really... Getting on my hustle was my homeboy Trayvon because nigga, when he elevated nigga, he just dipped, you know, he didn't have no time to kick it with us. My nigga, because that nigga went and got him a brand new Tahoe nigga. All of us was walking nigga. Why the fuck am I going to stop and pick you dead weight niggas up when I could go drive with other motherfuckers that got cars like me instead of being on some hating ass shit like a lot of my homeboys was on i was like shit i gotta go get me a motherfucking truck too nigga if i want to kick it with trayvon the only way i can kick it with trayvon is to elevate to the level of trayvon but the difference between me and not to make myself sound more special than nobody else but the fucking difference in mindset is a lot of the motherfuckers that's around you instead of trying to elevate to where you at they rather pull you down to where the fuck they at? I ain't got no drink. You know, motherfucker come off vacation. I fucking rusty and shit. But that's the fucking thing, my nigga. A lot of motherfuckers would rather see you down to their level than elevate to your motherfucking level. And what you say, my nigga, Jay Christian? Bruh, got a friend from childhood who literally feels I'm bragging when it's nowhere near a brag. And it's because of how he feels about his situation. Exactly, my nigga. That's the fucking thing. A lot of motherfuckers see you like literally complaining about shit. You literally just talking about your day. Like you could literally just be telling like, yeah, man, you know, I'm tired than a motherfucker. I got jet lag. You know, I just got back from motherfucking Aruba. You know, me and the wife, we went to Aruba for our anniversary, man. I... I'm just going to have to take a whole day of rest because I'm tired as hell, man. That motherfucking airplane wasn't no joke. Ooh, airplane, Aruba, rich nigga problems. It's like, damn, nigga, you know, I, I just got back off fucking vacation, my nigga. Like, why are you making it sound like that? Like, if if you feel like it's some type of fucking shit, nigga, why don't you go fucking take your ass out there? Why don't you step your shit up so you can fucking talk about shit like this and it won't sound like bragging? Because regular shit of real niggas sound like bragging to broke niggas. Niggas who ain't got shit, they don't even want to hear you talk about your problems. Because in the eyes of a suck-ass nigga, whatever a motherfucker who got that shit going on is, it just sound braggy to them. And this is why I say, like, it's just certain niggas I don't like being around. Like, nigga, if, if if what I'm talking about just sound like big boy talk, it's because you a little boy. Nigga, because shit that I say shouldn't sound like nothing special. It should just sound regular. 
You know, like I remember when I got the job that I got and I was like, damn, now I really got a group of motherfuckers who I could really relate to because now I'm around a bunch of fucking homeowners. I'm around a bunch of motherfuckers in the same tax bracket. I mean, like I'm not around a bunch of niggas who be when I walk into the rooms like, oh, here come big baller. Oh, nigga, what type of shoes you got on today? Oh, nigga, there you go with that. Nigga, what type of watch is that? Oh, damn, my nigga, what kind of chain is that? Oh, he come to fly guy, nigga. Man, I'm trying to get on your level, nigga. I'm trying to get money like you, man. I'm trying to get where you at. I don't even like them type of jokes, my nigga. Like I said, nigga, me and my homeboy DJ, my nigga. Like, you know, whenever he come in alive, nigga, D-Cross. Like, me and him, we joke like that. But that's because, nigga, we evenly yoked, my nigga. We on the same shit. We come from the same type of place. And we got the same type of trajectory and we headed to the same shit. So, nigga, I can see the sarcasm in the shit because it's like, how you going to say I got more money than you and we make the same level of money, nigga? It's we joking. You know, but certain niggas like you can hear that shit in their tone. You can see that shit in their motherfucking face. You know, and this is what I say about cutting fucking dead weight off, my nigga. You know, like I said, nigga, when me and my homeboys watch Trayvon blow up. Certain niggas was mad at Trayvon the whole time. We'll make our little jokes, and then when Trayvon go, I just say some shit like, nigga, I really got to figure some shit out because ain't no way in hell I'm going to let Trayvon blow up, and I ain't blowing up. I'm finna blow up. Then this other nigga's like, man, fuck Trayvon. This motherfucker think that he this. Nigga think he that just because he got some money. Man, fuck that nigga. Nigga, I robbed that nigga. And this be the fucking thing. Like, these be niggas who be around you, my nigga. It be niggas that be rooting for you to lose so they could be in front of you, my nigga. You know, and this is like I be telling motherfuckers, like, around me, like, it ain't no competition. Like, I've never, I've always been competitive, but I've never competed with niggas in a sense of, I think I'm better than you because I got something you don't got. Because... If we playing basketball, yes, I'm competitive. We playing Madden. We playing Grand Theft Auto. Nigga, we playing fucking sports. Nigga, we playing goddamn Monopoly, backgammon, fucking I declare war or fucking, I don't know, cards or some shit. Yes, I'm very competitive. But when it come to niggas next to me, I don't compete with niggas. I don't have no fucking reason to compete with a nigga because it's like this, my nigga. Whether you got $150 million or $60, that don't affect what the fuck I got in my goddamn pocket. If the nigga next to me, you know, say this is my best friend, my nigga, me and my best friend. This nigga bought a fucking five-bedroom house, I don't know, probably like 2017 or some shit. And I was just happy for the nigga. Like, I wasn't hating or nothing. I'm just like, man, that's that's dope as a motherfucker. I can't wait till it's my turn. And I just left it at that, my nigga. You know, like, other niggas had their little opinions on it, but me personally, like, this is just always how I feel about other motherfuckers. I just got to reach that. I don't feel inferior because you got to something before I got to it. It just wasn't my fucking turn yet. Just because a nigga might have more than me right now don't mean he's better than me. That just mean he got to it before I got to it. That don't mean I can't get to it. That don't mean that it's no different time that I'm going to get to it. That just mean that I just got to get to it when I get to it. 
And that's it, nigga. It's not no, it ain't no competition with me. You know, like there's motherfuckers that be competing with niggas. Nigga, you go get a car, they got to try to go get the same fucking car. Or you get a car, they got to go get a bigger, better car. Or you tell a story, they got to tell a story to match the shit. Oh, man, I just had a motherfucking threesome last night. Man, these two bitches, blah, blah, blah. Here they come, man. I had a foursome. Shit. And, and, matter of fact, one of the bitches was famous. You like, you know, all right, for sure, that's cool. Yeah, man, my motherfucker, I, I just got a raise at my job. Shit, man, I got a raise too, matter of fact. Shit, I got a promotion. Shit, nigga, I, matter of fact, uh, nigga, they, they, they trying to sell me the company. Nigga, they want to make me the CEO. Fuck is you competing for, my nigga? Like, I don't compete with niggas. And like I said, nigga, it be shit like that that I watch in the motherfuckers around me. Because like I said, nigga, this is further proof that everybody ain't your goddamn friend. You know, a lot of these motherfuckers around you got ulterior fucking motives. And the funny shit is like a lot of the reason that I've never really done an episode like this is because I've always like had this like like mental frustration with a lot of the memes that motherfuckers used to post that would promote being a a, a loner. Like, oh, I'm just a popular loner. Everybody knows me, but nobody knows me or, you know. Everybody thinks they know me, but nobody knows the real me. Everybody's a snake. Everybody's a liar. All these motherfuckers is fake and all this old goofy ass shit. And it'd be the same niggas that will post shit like that. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Be on a fucking group vacation with 20 motherfuckers they don't know. The same motherfuckers that be posting all that loner, I'm just a, a popular person, but nobody knows me. You see niggas in a fucking picture with 60 niggas that barely fuck with them throwing up gang songs. You know, and it ain't no motherfucking secret I'm a crip. I'm a member of a motherfucking gang. Like, nigga, but you don't see me in pictures with these niggas. I'm a member of a motherfucking motorcycle club. But you don't really see me flying the flags of the organizations that I'm a member of. You don't really see me hugged up with the niggas that are members of these things that I'm a member of. Because on some real shit, like, I'm really a loner, my nigga. You know, I fuck with who I fuck with within these organizations, and that's the reason that I'm a member of these organizations. But I understand the difference between the friendships that I have and the memberships that I have. Them niggas my club brothers, them niggas my friends. Them niggas from the set, them niggas is the homies. These niggas is my friends. And that's the fucking thing. You know, like I tell motherfuckers about a lot of these fucking groups that they join. Because a lot of motherfuckers ain't really like me. A lot of motherfuckers are, um, like they communal. Like a lot of motherfuckers, they like to be around people. They, they, they social creatures. Me personally, I'm a Scorpio. I like to be alone. I value my motherfucking solitude. Y'all see, I do this goddamn show by myself and I prefer it that way. I don't 
give a fuck to be fucked with by multitudes of people. I don't need niggas around me. I like being by myself. But as a human fucking being, yes, nigga, I like to have friendships like everybody else. I just don't like that shit the way a lot of y'all niggas like that shit. Because just like what happened to fucking Shanquella, my nigga, I understand that having 10 niggas around me mean I got seven motherfuckers that don't fuck with me at all. I got at least seven motherfuckers that if something happened to me, they going to get on that motherfucking plane like nothing happened. I got seven motherfuckers that's with me that if I got my goddamn brains blown out and my two homeboys is sitting by my side, that other seven niggas going to be like, leave his ass. That nigga gone. Leave that nigga. Fuck that nigga. These are the motherfuckers that you be having around you when you in these large ass groups. You got a couple of motherfuckers that's going to stay with you if something happened to you. And then you got a bunch of other motherfuckers that nigga, all it takes is for you to be slightly damaged and they going to leave your ass hanging. This is what happened to Shanquella. Nigga, she went on a motherfucking trip with a bunch of motherfuckers that she probably thought was her friends and they was a bunch of punk ass motherfuckers. You know, like I said, nigga, when I was watching that video, I was fucking disgusted. This, whoever the, the, the girl beating her up, I think her name was like Dejanae or something. She wailing on her. And all you hear is this punk ass nigga voice. Hit her back. Why you not fighting back? Fight back. Like, nigga, if you got to say that shit multiple times, nigga, intervene with your punk ass. Like, to me, that's that bitch ass shit. Any motherfucker that'll sit up there and watch you get stomped out, they a bitch, my nigga. You know, this is what I tell my homeboys all the time, my nigga. A fair fade is a fair fade. Like, nigga, I got niggas who I used to fuck with since we was young, my nigga. And I watched one of my homeboys get beat up. I probably don't watch, like, two or three of my homeboys get beat up in fair ones. And the first time it happened, I was in junior high. Nigga, I remember that shit like it was yesterday. Homie gets slid. Boom, 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 boom. But once that nigga hit the ground, I'm on the nigga. Boom, nigga, get off him, my nigga. Fight over. The nigga bought his fist up. I said, cuz, nigga, we gonna be squabbling. If you throw another punch, my nigga, throw that bitch at me. You know, so then, you know, he stopped. He, he back up, cuz even in junior high, like, nigga, I moved out here to the Inland Empire from Compton. So a lot of my reputation was more about where I was from than what the fuck I did. But at the same time, nigga, once I woke up on the nigga, he backed off. So I picked the homie up off the ground. Nigga, the homie get on me. Oh, nigga, you a bitch. You was supposed to jump in, nigga. You was supposed to help me. No, I wasn't, my nigga. That was a fair fucking fight, my nigga. You lost the fight. I didn't let your ass get stomped the fuck out, though. Y'all niggas squabbled. He beat you. That's it, my nigga. We gonna move the fuck on. It ain't my job to jump a nigga because you getting beat up. Y'all niggas had a fair one. And this is the same shit I would expect from you, my nigga. Don't take my victory away if I'm fighting. Because what if what if you was winning and I jumped in? Now you can't even say you really won because we jumped this nigga. So I let you get your motherfucking fair one. But as a fucking homeboy, it's my job to not let you get doulo. Now once that nigga try to get with all that stomping and all that bullshit, nah, my nigga squabble over. And that's what it was when I watched this video. Nigga, once the fight is no longer fair, you supposed to stop that shit. That's what friends do. Nigga, that's what homies do. That's what motherfuckers that's with you do. Like, bitch, I wouldn't give a fuck if you was just a motherfucker at my job. 
How you gonna let me get slid and, and, and we supposed to be friends? Nigga, you got this bitch all punching me in my face while I'm down. I'm butt ass naked, you know, inebriated and some more shit. And you letting this bitch wail on me and you a motherfucking male? Nigga, you the lowest form of bitch. Like I say, all, like I say that shit all the time, my nigga. I know more male bitches than women bitches. Nigga, it's way more men that's bitches than females. And that's the shit I be talking about. You niggas who think that it's cool to sit up here and watch a nigga hit a woman, you a bitch. You niggas who be sitting up here hitting on women, you niggas is bitches, my nigga. You know, and this is not the pimping. You know, like I said, nigga, I'm speaking for the square shit, not the pimp shit. In the pimp game, y'all niggas got your own motherfucking world that y'all do. Y'all live in, that's what y'all niggas do. I'm not calling the peas no bitches because y'all niggas do what y'all do, nigga. That's that's a whole nother motherfucking lifestyle. But in the square world, nigga, that's some bitch shit. Nigga, putting your hands on a female in the square world is some bitch ass shit, my nigga. Especially because it's like this. There should be no words a woman could say that's going to get you so out of character that you're going to put your motherfucking hands on her. Nigga, there's nothing outside of threatening you physical bodily harm that could get you to put your hands on a motherfucking female, my nigga. Like, you putting your hands on a woman puts you on an eye-to-eye equal level with a woman. You basically saying, I'm a bitch just like you a bitch. Because nine times out of ten, the thing that's going to make you put your hands on a woman is you feeling as if she's acting like a bitch. So once you put your hands on her, you calling yourself a bitch, too. You might as well wear a dress, too. You might as well wear a bra and panties, too. Putting your hands on a motherfucking female, my nigga. You know, as a man, you already physically stronger than her. You already have all the attributes that's going to make it to where you could beat her in a physical altercation. So the fact that you doing this to a person who's at a strong disadvantage, you a bitch. You know, that's just like big, strong niggas hitting on little niggas. To me, you a bitch. Nigga, a, a little nigga can't get no fade from me. Nigga, if, you know, I'm, I'm small. Nigga, I'm probably like 180 pounds. Nigga, if you 120 pounds, I'm not finna fight you, nigga, for what? Nigga, you don't deserve this fade. This a guaranteed ass whooping, my nigga. I can't even claim this victory. You know, and that's how I feel about niggas who hit women, my nigga. You can't, you can't claim that as no motherfucking victory, nigga. Fuck was that? You hit a fucking female, nigga. That's like hitting a child. That's hitting somebody that weighs less than you, got less muscle mass than you, less aggression than you, nigga. Fuck you hitting her for, nigga. Go, go, go call her brother out or some shit. There's other ways of handling things with women other than your motherfucking hands. Because once you got to put your hands on a woman, my nigga, you putting yourself in a bitch's place. What you say, Jay Christian? I don't understand how they were able to allow that. I would never have allowed that shit, even not knowing her. That's what the fuck I'm saying, my nigga. Like, I can't sit up and watch a woman get doulo, my nigga. Not even by another woman. Like, like I said, nigga, a fair one is a fair one. I believe in allowing a fair fucking fight to go on until the shit is over. Because I look at this shit in the in the term of victory. And losses. If I feel like this, if, if me and a nigga fighting and I'm beating this nigga up, once you jump in, I can't claim my win no more. Because we jumped this nigga. It wasn't a fair one. A fair one should be one winner, one loser. 
Once this motherfucker jump in, it's disqualified. It counts as a jumping. So now we in a we in a situation where if me and you jump a nigga, nigga, if he even hang, he practically won. Nigga, we jump this nigga and he ain't in the motherfucking hospital. He ain't knocked the fuck out bleeding. Nigga, he practically whooped our ass. So even if we got him down to the ground and we walked off, nigga, he still won. Because we all know in the black community, nigga, especially in this social media era, my nigga, if y'all jump a nigga, he going to get on social media the next day and do some shit like this. I ain't got no black eyes. You know, three of y'all niggas jump me. Shit, nigga, look at my face, nigga. I still look the same, nigga. I ain't got no scars. Y'all niggas pack me out. Y'all ain't do shit. Nigga, in the black community, nigga, that's considered a W, my nigga. Nigga, if, if we jump you and you ain't fucked up, nigga, that practically mean you whooped our motherfucking ass. So if I see a fair one happening, I'm not intervening. But once that shit is no longer a motherfucking fair one, my nigga, stop that shit, my nigga. Unless you a bitch to me. Nigga, what's going on, my nigga, uh, Dion? What's going on, JYMF Queen? You know, but that's the fucking thing. So as I'm watching this fucking video, I'm like, she don't got no friends out there. Nigga, this, this, that video was all the indication that we needed. That Shanquella didn't have a single friend with her down here. Because, nigga, somebody should have intervened just in that motherfucking fight. No matter what happened. The whole fucking reason that you travel as a fucking group, and I'm going to keep saying this shit, the motherfucking protection, nigga, after the motherfuckers who, after the, the companionship, all your friends are is protection. If you a member of a gang, a lot of us join a gang because of the fucking relationships that we have with the people in the gang. A lot of us join motorcycle clubs because of the fucking relationships that we have with the members of the club. We want companionship. We want camaraderie. We want friendship. We want relationships. But directly after that, it's motherfucking protection. So the fact that she passed away in that motherfucking Cabo or wherever the fuck she was at, and them motherfuckers failed their duty, they can't call themselves our motherfucking friends. You know, and this goes to a lot of the shit that I see in the fucking streets. And I seen a meme that said this shit. Like, you niggas would rather say free the homie than stop the homie before the homie end up locked up. Y'all niggas would rather say rest in peace to the homie than to stop the homie before the homie get laid down. And this is something that I've said on this motherfucking show, probably like episode four or five. The episode, Who's Your Real Enemy? Where I said, any motherfucker that'll put a gun or some drugs in your hand before they give you some game that's going to put some money in your pocket, that ain't your motherfucking friend. That ain't no real homie. That nigga just a buster ass nigga that know you. Like I said, it's a lot of motherfuckers that's from your set that ain't your homie at all. It's a motherfucking gang of niggas you've been around forever that ain't your homies at all. A nigga that'll send you on a motherfucking a murder mission but not a money mission, he don't give a fuck about you. 
Any nigga that'll help your motherfucking ass go put yourself in prison but won't try to put you in a better position, that ain't your motherfucking homeboy. That nigga put your ass up on some crime, but he won't put your ass up on his job. That ain't your motherfucking homeboy, my nigga. You know, females as well. Nigga, there's women that'll put you in a fucked up position, but they won't put you in a motherfucking position to win. Them ain't your motherfucking friends. Motherfuckers always, they know where the party at. They know where the club at. They know where the niggas at. They know where the dick at. But they don't ever know where the fucking money at. Them ain't your fucking friends. Them just some bitches you know. You know, and that's the fucking thing. Just like when it comes to niggas. These niggas know where all the, 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 the crime and the licks and the ops and all this punk ass shit. But these motherfuckers are getting mad to see you go do some positive shit. These niggas be mad when they see you like, man, I can't kick it with y'all niggas, man. I'm 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 I'ma go chill with my motherfucking girl. You know, nigga, I I, I got I gotta go to work, my nigga. Man, your ass, you you don't even be in the hood, nigga, ever since you got that job. You don't be in the hood no more. So, like nigga, niggas should not be mad at you for doing nothing positive. Any motherfucker that'll shit on you for doing anything positive ain't your fucking friend, my nigga. Like, these are the things that we supposed to be looking out for with the motherfuckers that we fuck with. Or what you say? Like, as a friend, you can't watch your friend not fight back. Exactly. JYMF Queen. That's what I'm saying. Like, them them was not her friends. Have you noticed people would be stingy with information? That's positive shit. Exactly. And that's exactly what I'm saying, JYMF Queen. Like, motherfuckers who, who call themselves your friends but won't. Plug you in at the job Cause like I said nigga With, with motherfuckers who, who consider you to be friends Like a lot of the niggas who I consider friends I done put them niggas up on jobs Them niggas done put me up on jobs A lot of the motherfucking money that I've made in life Came from friendships that I've had Niggas who I consider friends Hey nigga I got this play nigga You need to come up here nigga All you need to do is tell them niggas You know my name Tell them niggas my name. Tell them niggas you got this much motherfucking experience. And I guarantee you going to be working here. Or, look, nigga, I got this motherfucking stock. I just found out on the news that these niggas finna merge with this company. Put as much money as you can on this motherfucker. And within the next three or four weeks, that shit going to go up five or six times what it is, my nigga. But invest the money now. These are calls that I've gotten from my friends. Look, nigga, I need you to do this right here. Stop what you're doing. Nigga, come come to the spot with like $300, my nigga. whoop de whoop nigga. My homeboy, he got this going on. Nigga, slide that nigga this money. Nigga, we, we finna eat. Nigga, come do this. That Those are calls that you get from your motherfucking friends. A lot of motherfuckers ain't like that, though, my nigga. A lot of motherfuckers, you be like, damn, nigga, you just got the new... Um, uh, I don't know, nigga. I ain't even finna say no, no super duper shit. But like, damn, you just got the new, you know, the the, the, the new Ultima. Yeah, man. Shit, nigga, what, what you got going on? Nigga, you got you a new job? Yeah, you know, I do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Oh, nigga, where you working at? Ah, oh, you know, this little place. Oh, nigga, they hiring? No, I don't think they even hiring my man. Them niggas only hire Mexicans. You know, niggas to say some shit like that. Oh man, them, them motherfuckers just stopped hiring my nigga. Shit, I got lucky to get the job, nigga. I, I don't think they hiring nobody else. Like, well, Dad, could you at least tell me where you work so I could apply? Man, I, I ain't even gonna front. Uh, 
it, it ain't even important, my nigga. I, I probably ain't even gonna be working it. Them, them niggas gonna find a million reasons to not put you up on the shit. Because these motherfuckers ain't your friends, nigga. These are the niggas who I'm saying, these are the niggas that's in, com- in competition with you, my nigga. This goes back to the competitive aspect of fake-ass friendship. A lot of these fake-ass friends is competing. They don't want to see you up because they looking at it like, damn, if this nigga work where I work, he going to have just as much money as me, and I'm not going to be special no more. Damn, if I get this nigga in at my job, I'm, I'm not going to be big boss baller no more. I'm going to be regular like this nigga. If everybody balling, I'm not a baller no more. That's that bitch ass competitive fucking spirit that hoe ass niggas got. And you got to get away from motherfuckers like that. I don't fuck with niggas who feel like I'm competition. Nigga, you a punk ass nigga to me if you feel like you got to compete with me. I don't give a fuck who got more or less. Long as I got mine, that's all that fucking matter to me, my nigga. Long as my bills paid, I can give a fuck what you niggas got going on. What you say, Jay Christian? She was on the video saying that she loves her best friend and he's all mad. If you love me, I need you to be on payroll. Like that speaks volumes. There's a video she made saying she loves her best friend. And he was like, if you love me, put me on the payroll. See, that's the fuck I'm saying, my nigga. Like, that's that weak ass shit. Like, I don't fuck with these competitive ass friends. I don't fuck with friends that feel like they got to compete with me. Because that shit breeds negative motherfucking energy that they going to bring to you. Any friend that's competing with you don't want to see you do better than them. You know, like I've said with a lot of motherfuckers, man, a lot of motherfuckers only fuck with you because you make them look better. There's women out here who only fuck around with women that they feel are not as attractive as them. If I kick it with these ugly bitches, I look cuter. If I'm if I'm fucking with these bum ass bitches, I look like the baller of the friendship. If I'm fucking, you know, niggas too. Oh, if I roll with these broke ass niggas, I look like big baller. So when we around females, I'm the I'm I'm the flyest nigga in the group. I'm fucking with these weak ass niggas because I know nigga. Whenever we around chicks, I'ma get the pick of the litter. Because all these niggas is bums. And I got two cents over lunch money. So that's going to make me look better. That's why a lot of motherfuckers be kicking it with the motherfuckers who they kick it with. When you see one beautiful woman hanging around with a bunch of ugly ass bitches. That ain't no fucking accident. She know what the fuck she doing. And the thing is that shit be a two way street. Because a lot of these ugly ass motherfuckers be kicking it with that beautiful friend. Because they know if she around, the niggas is going to come to her and we're going to be able to get some crumbs off her motherfucking table. But at the same time, these bitches still be jealous of her motherfucking ass. Yeah, they going to stay around her because they know that it's beneficial. But at the end of the day, nigga, they don't want to see her motherfucking ass win neither. You know, and that's the fucking thing with a lot of these unevenly motherfucking yoked friendships. What you say? Why? Uh. I wonder if she felt that weird vibe and she ignored it. Most likely. You know, that's the fucking thing. A lot of motherfuckers be around punk ass motherfuckers and they'll feel like it's some bullshit. 
But the the necessity for fucking companionship be overwhelming to certain people, my nigga. You know, certain motherfuckers, it's like they they just uncomfortable being alone. Like they don't know how to be alone. They they only feel comfortable when they surrounded by other people. Like they feel like they they less than when they don't have a group around them. And that's a sad fucking place to be, honestly, dog. You know, like I tell motherfuckers all the time. If you can't be happy by yourself, you'll never be happy in a fucking group. Like, you got to learn how to be happy by your goddamn self. You got to know who you are outside of these motherfuckers who you kick it with. Like, I can never identify myself by who I fuck with. You know, like I would always say, as far as my gang affiliation. Like, I never put that shit in my bio on social media. I never call myself by the name that's the gang that I'm from. Or the motorcycle club that I'm from. Like, yeah, I'm a member of that shit. I'll never tell you niggas that I'm anything less than that. But them niggas don't define me. I define me. The fact that I do podcasting, that shit don't define me. I define me. My group don't define me. My friends don't define me. My money don't define me. I do that. So I I don't see no need for me to sacrifice nothing to be next to no goddamn body. You know, and that's the fucking thing. That shit cost her her fucking life. Being around the wrong fucking people, dog. It's a sad fucking case. You know, like, I hate to see shit like that. Because, like I say, nigga, I tell my kids this all the time. Everybody ain't your friend. These just niggas you know. And like I said, nigga, that video of her getting beat up, I pray that 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 was the first time that shit happened. But I'm sure there were signs that shit like that would happen. And this is why you got to avoid certain motherfuckers. Because everybody ain't got your best fucking interest at heart. A lot of these motherfuckers just around you, just just to be around, my nigga. They want company like you want company. And ain't nobody fucking with nobody. Y'all just a bunch of punk ass motherfuckers that know each other. And that shit is fucking sad. What you say, Queen of Sheba, 152? I've been there before where those friends who you thought were securing themselves actually jealous of you. Exactly. And that's the fucking thing. Because like I said, nigga, the main thing to look for in motherfuckers that you avoid is competition. You never want to be around no motherfucking friends that compete with you, my nigga. Because those are literally the worst type of motherfuckers to be around. I'd rather rather be around a fucking thief than a motherfucker competing with me. I'd rather be around a fucking liar than a motherfucker competing with me. Because a motherfucker that's competing with you will snitch on your motherfucking ass. A motherfucker that's competing with you, there's nothing they won't do to beat you. There's nothing they won't do to get ahead of you, get in front of you. Nigga, them them motherfuckers will do whatever it takes to pass you. And like I said, as human fucking beings, you shouldn't be competing with nobody because whether they win or lose, your fucking race is your race, my nigga. Life ain't no fucking competitive sport, my nigga. Like, nigga, if your friend is a millionaire and you work at McDonald's, your check going to be your check. If you work at McDonald's and your friend is eating out of a fucking trash can, your check going to be your check, my nigga. Like, you ain't competing with that motherfucker. 
whether he up here or he down here, your ass is right the fuck here. Nigga, I done said this shit years ago, my nigga. Another motherfucker, just because they star fall don't mean you could motherfucking make a wish on it, my nigga. No matter what they do, your shit is your shit. So you should never be competitive with nobody. You should never look at it as, oh, she get all the shit and I'm fucked up. Nigga, that's that's on you. Where you go in life is based on you. The only thing you should be worried about as far as your friends, whether them being up or being down, is motivation for you to get up. Like, nigga, if your friends is bums, you should be fucking motivated to get away from they bum ass. If all your friends got more money than you, you should be motivated to get as much money as your friends that got more money than you. That should be how you look at the trajectory of the friends that you fuck with. It should never be a competition. It should never be, oh, well, let me fuck his shit up so I can get above him. Or let me kick it with these ugly bitches so I look prettier. Because the real fucking flex is you surrounded by pretty ass bitches and you just one of the pretty ass bitches. The real flex is, nigga, I'm a millionaire and all my friends millionaires. Nigga, I got four businesses. Them niggas got five. He got six. He got seven. But my flex is I got four fucking businesses. So even if all them niggas got more than me, I still have a lot. That's enough for me, my nigga. You know, like I tell motherfuckers all the time, my nigga, I would love to be fucking with a bunch of niggas who got way more money than me. Like, nigga, I make a hundred and twenty, hundred thirty thousand dollars a year, some shit like that. I would love to have a fucking bunch of friends that make 150, 160, and 170. Cause all that's gonna do is motivate me to go up higher. I'd love to have friends that's millionaires. Telling me shit, man, you only got one house, man. You need to step your shit up, man. Damn, nigga. You got an old Benz, nigga. You need that new one, my nigga. You need to step your shit up. Like, that's the type of friends I want. Nigga, I want the type of friends that I could go golfing with. You know, I want the type of friends that's traveling. I want the type of friends that's putting me up on real estate plays. I want the type of friends that's telling me, hey, man, you need to invest in this stock. You know, like, nigga, that shit warmed my heart when my homeboy called me and told me that shit. Like, hey, man, this motherfucking company, they finna merge with this casino. Man, put 10000 right now. Because sure enough, my nigga, that, that $10,000 investment turned into $16,000 the next fucking day, my nigga. That's friendship. You know, like, during the motherfucking pandemic, I, I had a homeboy put me up on the play, nigga. About a $150,000 motherfucking play that that nigga put me up on. That's real friendship. Nigga, anybody could tell you where the hoes at. Anybody could tell you what club open. Anybody could tell you such and such got a concert and they got some punk ass tickets. Nigga, you can walk up and down the strip in Vegas right now, nigga. Motherfuckers will give you all type of wristbands and tickets to get in clubs and shit, nigga. That shit a stranger would do for you, my nigga. Nigga, a real friend. Is the type of motherfucker that wants you to win whether they win or not. A real friend don't mind seeing you do better than them. Because they just want to see you win because they really your friend. Like my real friends, I I don't give a nigga. I could do something for them that's going to put them above me to a motherfucking level that I can never catch. 
But I love them so much I don't care that they in front of me Because that's my goddamn friend You know nigga I got, I got homeboys that Nigga All I do is watch them motherfuckers win And I'm just proud Nigga whether or not they shout me out Whether or not Like I tell y'all I don't take pictures with niggas So I don't even have pictures with some of the niggas Who I consider friends Who I just watch them niggas win Nigga I done have friends in this podcast game Surpass me and I'm just happy for they motherfucking ass. Nigga, I'm not hating. I love seeing niggas do better. Because at the end of the day, nigga, whether they pass me or whether they quit after the first episode, that wasn't going to fucking change too much game. This is the fucking thing, my nigga. You should never be in competition with nobody because no matter what they do, you going to be where the fuck you going to be at. Be the change you want to see in life for real. What's going on, Landover Legends? What you say, my nigga pulled up on me in his new Bentley. And you would have thought it was my shit. I was so happy and excited for him. Not hate. Exactly. Because that's the thing, my nigga. Real friends love to see real friends win. Because if my real friend win, we all won. Because nine times out of ten, your real friend, when he win, of course he's going to be like, man, hell yeah, you could you, you could whip the Bentley. Hell yeah, you could sit passenger seat in the Bentley. Hell yeah, you riding with me, my nigga. Matter of fact, this how I bought the motherfucker, man. Just come do A, B, C, D, and E, and you'll have a motherfucking Bentley, too. That's real friendship. Nigga, real friends want to see each other do good. You know, and I don't know bitch-ass sucker shit like, you know, like I said, these punk-ass niggas who just want you to carry them through life. Because, like I, you know, and again, I'm not trying to make this no two-hour episode, but... I'm probably going to get into this in a later fucking episode as far as the difference between carrying a friend and helping a friend. Because the difference between carrying a friend and helping a friend in short form is you got your friends who I gave you the application. I told you you can use my name as a fucking reference. I gave you everything it took for you to get that motherfucking job. That's me helping you as a friend. Me carrying you is nigga literally walking your ass through the door. You know, like, you know, you got friends that that just want you to fucking get their ass, literally give them money and shit. Nigga, I'm not helping you if I'm just giving you money all the time. You know, I had a close friend like this, my nigga. The nigga was hustling. And it was like every time it was time for this nigga to re-up, I had to slide this nigga some money. Hey, man. You know, I got to give me a half a zone, my nigga. Could you slide me this much? Hey, man, I'm trying to get this pound. Hey, could you slide me this? Hey, man, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, you know, make this play. You think you could slide me a couple of dollars? Like, God damn, nigga, are you hustling or am I hustling? Like, nigga, I'm going to have to hit your ass with that shark tank and start taking money up off of your motherfucking, your fucking profit, my nigga. Seem like every time it's time for you to re-up, I got to be the front man. You know, I had to cut his ass off from that shit. Because like I tell motherfuckers about carrying your friends, my nigga, there's motherfuckers who don't mind being carried. Those is motherfuckers you don't fucking need around your motherfucking ass, my nigga. Because as long as you be a motherfucker's safety net, they always gonna be a goddamn acrobat. You know, these motherfuckers be bad. They... They behave badly because they know that you're there to reward them for it. They'll be very reckless because they know 
that they got a good friend in you and you'll always be there to take care of them when they fuck up. You can't have these type of motherfuckers around you, dog. These is motherfuckers that'll fuck your shit up. This is the reason I'm a big believer in being evenly yoked with the people who you keep around you and the motherfuckers who you consider to be your friends. Because a lot of the motherfuckers around you will have a direct effect on the trajectory that you have in your life. Having motherfuckers that's headed up going to help you head up. But having a bunch of dead weight motherfuckers going to drag your ass down. Possibly underground. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. If you would like to support me financially, get some merchandise at Too Much Game Podcast.store, T O O Much Game Podcast.store, or cash at me at Uncle Dolomite. Um, also, support the motherfucking team, Townhouse Media. Patreon.com slash Townhouse Media. Town E House Media. Support the other Townhouse Media podcast, Sports for You podcast. Sports number four, letter U. With my nigga Mark, John Watson, and Nick Freeze. Dopest motherfucking segment in podcast and calling out names. Some niggas is on uh, Tuesdays and Fridays, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Live on YouTube. Uh, follow me on social media at Uncle Dolomite. Um, Instagram and Twitter or at Too Much Game Podcast on Instagram, Too Much Game Pod on Twitter. Um, follow a motherfucker on YouTube. You know, like, comment, subscribe. Too Much Game Podcast. Y'all niggas already know the likes important. Go like it. Comments important, nigga. Just say something. Subscription go without motherfucking being said. But uh, I guess that's it. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you could get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details